Welcome back to the program. I'm Rubina Ahmed Huck sitting in for Alex Pearson. This is On Point. Everything that's going on in the world right now, one thing that uh, you know we continue to hear a lot about is uh, Afghans who helped Canadian troops out continue to face more and more violence. Many of them are saying they've been tortured as they await uh await their uh, in, in exit out of the country, uh, whether it to be to Canada or to another safe place. Um, and now we're hearing more reports of, uh, of Afghans being tortured by the Taliban while they're waiting for Canada to act. These are individuals who helped with interpretation. They helped, they, they often call them fixers, where they would help uh, people who weren't local to the area find places in neighborhoods that otherwise they would be unable to find because obviously it's a foreign country and you may not be, you know, you may not recognize all the street signs. And, you know, these are people that helped just guide Canadians uh, who are working there, uh, forces uh, uh, to, throughout the neighborhoods. And they have been left behind and they are being um, faced with increased violence. Uh, one person who knows more about this than anybody I know is Chris Auckland. He's the founder of Canadian Heroes and Fight for Ukraine. Hi, Chris. Thanks for joining the program. Hey, thanks for having me. So, Chris, can you tell me what is going on right now in Afghanistan uh, with those individuals who are waiting uh, for word from Canada as to what's going to happen with them, whether they'll be able to leave the country or not? Well, they're they're in hiding. They're they're trying. They're running for their lives. Uh, the link that you sent me uh, that Rob Fife and Janice Dixon did from the Globe and Mail was uh, w- was an excellent article. And um, yeah, the, the situation is getting worse uh, with the Taliban, with the with the new rules now that females had to, uh, you know, completely uh, cover themselves. So it's the sad thing that we were all kind of expecting is, the old Taliban is basically the new Taliban. There's there's no change there. And a, a day does not go by where I'm not getting messages from uh, our, our interpreters and, and others on the run for, for us to help them. So it's uh, it's a sad thing. And, uh, you know, to, to make matters worse now with uh, Ukraine, with everybody coming here, you know, many of the Afghan people are saying like, well, wait a minute, what about us? And and that's something that we can never explain away. And can, the Canadian government has made this promise to, uh, to bring 40,000 Afghan refugees uh, to Canada. Um, where are we at? What's the communication? Are, are, you know, how far has that come along? Well, there's there's two sides to it. There's there's the interpreters, the fixers, et cetera, that helped out our, our Canadian men and women that we have a duty as a country. And that is something that has never happened in Canadian history. We have an ethical and moral duty to bring them here. And and as you know, there was a small team of us that uh, uh, last year that started to get things going, um, extracting everybody getting them into safe houses. And uh, we had 1,500 ready to go, gift-wrapped, basically. Everybody was uh, checked out, all the paperwork, everything was ready. Government of Canada said, yes, we're going to get them out, Chris. We put our our foot on the throttle, and it was simply a lie. It never happened. And, you know, out of that 1,500, you know, maybe 20 25%. And, you know, they're still coming in, in, in dribs and drabs. But 
you know, it's it, it's something that we as a country uh, will never be able to explain away. It's one of the darkest moments, if not ever, in, in Canadian history. Now, the Taliban took over Afghanistan uh, last summer in August. We'll never forget those pictures of those last planes leaving Kabul, the desperation in people's faces of trying to get out of the country before the Taliban did take over. Are things worse for the Afghan people? Are they getting worse or are they just have they just been terrible right since the beginning when 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 they took over? Well, there was there's two ways that this could basically go. We we were we were hoping that the Taliban is going to be Taliban 2.0, that yes, they were gonna do the humanitarian things, but um, we weren't naive and we said, you know, it, they're probably just going to return to their old ways and they have. And it's much harder now to to get anything out of Afghanistan because things are really being closed down. Uh, you know, again, the Globe article about the journalists, et cetera. But absolutely, things things are getting worse. Um, people are disappearing. They're dropping off uh, our, our radar. We're, we're not hearing from them anymore. They're completely going underground. And, you know, it, it's it's a terrible, terrible humanitarian situation that we can only blame ourselves as a country for, for not doing the proper thing and, and not following up on, on what our small team was was promised. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, and promised and uh, repeatedly promised that this, you know, you have... Uh, if, if working with us is 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 going to be safe, your family will be safe. Uh, if you you work as an interpreter, or if you work as a guide, or if you work with the Canadian military in, in any way, um, what needs to happen now? What what needs to happen now, in your opinion? Well, you know, there there are some great articles like VTN. the The amount of stress that um, everybody has been put under is just astronomical. And I mean the group of Canadians that are on the ground here that have been doing the hard work. You know, you're, you're talking especially about the men and women of our armed forces, uh, serving and retired, true patriots, that basically, you know, we were lied to from our own government. And that is something that a few have already said is the lowest thing in life that they've ever experienced. So it, it's one of these things is, okay, so what can we do now? Well, you know, it's no secret that I've been working on legislation that I'm basically calling the no one left behind bill. And this will become hopefully legislation that's passed that will forever guide us as a country, no matter where we go on this planet and we engage the locals. Because the sad reality is, is that unless we have this bill passed, future governments could simply do the unethical, immoral, uh, inhumane things that we did as a country to the Afghanistan people. And, and quite honestly, I think that this is the only thing that will help uh, police our own government in the future. Yeah, and um, and and if if we ever need help, not just from those individuals in Afghanistan and any other country, they're going to think about this situation and wonder whether it's safe for them uh, to help allied forces, to help those people that are on the ground, whether they're peacekeeping or 
um, it, this story obviously will live forever and it, it may be detrimental for, to further military efforts in other parts of the world. Oh, a- absolutely. It, it already is. Our reputation is, uh, is, is smeared forever. This could take hundreds of years, like you said. Um, but, you know, th- this is the sad reality is that the next time if we step foot anywhere on peacekeeping on anything and we have to engage the locals, they're going to say, but you know what, Canada, your word means nothing. And, and that is truly one of the saddest, saddest things for our country. We can no longer go anywhere on this planet and say that, you know what, we are a humane country. Uh, we respect human rights. Uh, help us out. We'll help you. Our, our word is meaningless. Well, Chris, thank you so much for your meaningful words um, and for bringing more light uh, onto this ongoing situation, our responsibility for those people that helped us, uh, not only to bring them here, but to keep them safe while they're waiting uh, to be brought to, to, to Canada. It's a promise that we made and it's a promise that we should follow through on. Thank you so much for continuing to, 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 to fight the good fight and bringing us this news. Go Leafs, go. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks so much. That was Chris Uckland. He's founder of the Canadian Heroes and Fight for Ukraine, talking about um, Afghans who are being tortured in that country by the Taliban, those individuals who helped uh, the Canadian military with interpretation as guards, as fixers, who were promised safe passage to Canada, and that has not happened. Many of them have gone underground. Many of them have just simply disappeared. Um, and many of them are waiting um, in fear uh, of, of their own life of their own life uh, until they're going to get some word from Canada as to where they go next. Where do they go from here? Because the Taliban has taken over the country and there is no safe haven for them. I'm Rubina Ahmed Huck filling in for Alex Pearson. This is On Point and we'll be back after a quick break. <laughs> 